You are currently listening to a Suffolk Free Radio podcast. The views and opinions expressed on Dark and Twisted are the views and opinions of the show personalities only and do not reflect those of Suffolk University, Suffolk Free Radio, or those at the Student Leadership and Involvement Office. Adult language may be used. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, hello everybody, and welcome back to Dark and Twisted. My name is Sarah, as I've said before, and today I have a new guest, a different guest, who's been dying to be on this show. This is Gretchen Stemmler. Hello! I'm very, very excited to be here today. Um, Yeah, as you said, I wanted to be on the show, and I'm very excited to be here. My first appearance on AWSFR podcast. Oh, really? I do have some experience, obviously, on air, but this is my first podcast uh, performance. Wow. Well, that's not the right word, but experience. So yes. I'm very, very excited Well, with my dear roommate, Sarah. Yes. Very, very excited to have you today. Thank you. Um, and I know that it's been a little while mm-hmm. since my last podcast. Um, you know, school's stressful. Definitely. Midterms. Yeah. Midterms coming up. Well, went through them, you know, mm-hmm. um, and like, I just kind of got caught up with Halloween yeah. and all that. Oh, yeah. Oh. And you had to do your research. Yeah. You had to this... take the time. This is because she's dedicated, people. <laughs> research is like, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. It can be hard, you yeah. know? I had to like check my sources. Yeah. I had to, I had to make sure that what I was reading was correct. You're I a journalist. To... A journalist. Journalist. Yes. So, um... I decided for October, even though technically today is November 1st, I wanted to do something kind of spooky, something kind of ghostly for uh, this episode. Um, And it's great because we're doing this from the comfort of our our own apartment. Yes. The remote. The lights are dim. Mm -hmm. Like, we're we're in a spooky, spooky mood. Um, So, everybody buckle up. Get ready (laughs) to be uh, spooked, kind of. This Mm -hmm. one is, like, not super spooky like i definitely could have chose like chosen like something um more ghostly or paranormal but Mm -hmm. i like i think this is a very interesting story yeah i feel like this is a core like horror true crime that needs to be discussed and i'm very excited to learn more about it because i don't know much i agree i agree so i'm very excited so you're probably wondering you know what what is it what we're going to be talking about today so we're going to be discussing the amityville horror house and i know that people like have a hard time saying it's amityville it's a it's a long it's a long uh it's a long word but it's the name of the um suburb in long island new york Mm -hmm. um it's a beautiful little place it looks right on the amityville river i believe um you know it's very pretty very nice um now the address of this house that we're gonna be looking at is 112 Ocean Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, the address has actually changed, though, after this whole yeah went down. Um, it couldn't be too notorious. Yeah, no, they they wanted to you know make it a little bit more discreet, but mm-hmm. it was um it was 112 Ocean Avenue at the time. Okay. Okay. So we're going to be dis- discussing um what happened in this house. Mm-hmm. We're going to be discussing uh the person who did these things. 
Right. Uh, like, we're going to talk about, like, the lead up to the horribleness that happened here. Um, we're going to be talking about the aftermath. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of the trial. And then we're going to get into some spooky ghosty stuff. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. I'm ready. Okay. Good. Good. I'm going to take us back All to right. November 13th, 1974. Ooh. The DeFeo family. DeFeo. Yeah. DeFeo. You know, capital D, capital F. All right. DeFeo. Nice. Um, we're just going to do a little synopsis okay. of what happened. So uh, the DeFeo family was brutally murdered in their estate by Ronald DeFeo Jr., the oldest son, mm-hmm. who killed his father, his mother, his two brothers, and his two sisters. That is six people. That's six people in wow. one night. One night. One night. My guy. Yeah. My guy. He used a thirty-five caliber rifle. Interesting. And killed them all in their sleep. Okay. Basically. Yeah. He was 23 at the time. All right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, Spooky. I and know. was he, how, where was he? Did you say he was the middle child? He was the oldest child. The oldest. Yes, oh, the oldest. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that, we're, we're going to get into that a little bit because, like, he had some issues, and I think, like, him stemming from being, like, the oldest and being mm-hmm. sort of, like, pampered by his family, this, like, it really, it didn't help his character, you know? Yeah. It really, <clears throat> really did not. So, the Lutz family, this is after the DeFeo murder, the Lutz family purchases the house mm-hmm. 13 months later. Right. And the, the price of this house plummeted. After mm-hmm. this happened. Because usually people don't like to live in houses where people die. Yeah. Right. Like, statistically. No, that's actually, like, a fear of mine. Like, I am lucky. I think I feel, like, lucky to have grown up in a house that we were the first family to live in. Because that was one of my biggest fears. Oh, I would like, love to live in a house that somebody died in. Well, my mom is from a very old house in Salem. And, mm-hmm. like, I don't think everybody's died in it. But, mm-hmm. like, it always spooked me. And I was like, Mom, how did you grow up there? Because it would have just... Scared me at night. That's no, that's fair. I I don't I, I don't believe in ghosts. No, I still thought there so. were ghosts. I thought my um laundry chute because for for some reason we had a laundry chute built in our house. Our house was built in two thousand one. Like, why was there a laundry chute? I don't know, but it's pretty cool. And we were talking about this, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And um, I thought like the laundry chute was haunted. That's fair. Because it was connected to the basement, yeah. and I was like so scared of my basement. Now I'm not scared of it anymore. Mm-hmm. I've overcome my fears, but I'm proud of you. Yeah, but anyway, yes. Sorry, back. No, to the it's story. okay. Price drop. <laughs> um, however, 28 days later, they pack up and leave. 28 days. 28 days. That can't be good. Yep. Nope. Without like any warning, just mm-hmm. like packed up really early in the morning and left. Mm-hmm. Um, now this whole debacle mm-hmm. um, inspired a book to be written about this. Um, you know, the, the film versions yes. of Amityville Horror. I've I don't know heard. if you've... Have you seen any of them? I've not, but oh. I've heard of... I've seen... They did a remake with Ryan uh-huh. Reynolds. Yeah, 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 I've seen that one. I have, I have not seen the original one. Yeah, I'm not too fond on ghost movies. I'm working my way into them. Mm-hmm. Paranormal activity mm-hmm. scarred me as a child. That's, so I'm working my way. That's but is this only a ghost story is the question. See, that's, that is the real question. That's the the question. movie and the book makes it into like this super paranormal yeah, like right? extravaganza. I think that's why I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, it like makes it into this horrible like okay. like 
ghost nightmare like so what really happened in oh. amityville Am- i say amity amity a-, a lot of people say amity yeah yeah no no he liked go why by your name's ronnie why would you go by butch i hey makes no sense i if i could i'd ask ron so he was born on september 26th 1951 he was the eldest son of ronald defeo senior and Luis defeo he grew up in a rather difficult household, I guess. Um, he, yeah, his parents, his parents weren't great. Um, Ron Sr. was known for his temper and, like, violent outbursts. Um, he was um, a dealership owner. And um, once he obtained enough money, he moved his family out to the beautiful and large home right on the Amityville River. Um, and Ron Sr., like I said, he was not, he was not a super, super chill dad. Right. He was very strict um with his wife and his children and that was hard for ronnie um because he also experienced like bullying in school mm-hmm. and um so like to be bullied in school and then to go home and be bullied at home that's that's a lot not and good and like i'm not saying this so you like feel bad about like for right. him because no he's a horrible man he did horrible things tough but, childhood may right. explain some yeah. of it but you you can feel bad for him as like a kid yeah you can feel bad he hasn't for him. done anything right yet. he's he's just a little boy like mm-hmm. that, that's not fair he didn't need to go through that so as butch mm. got older his father um began struggling with being able to like keep his like grasp on his son you know to keep that like authoritarian kind of vibe going yeah um and it became clear that like butch was was not here to play like he his anger was like worse than his father's it was like his temper was much higher and the two of them got into some like serious arguments like even like some physical altercations like Mm. kind of stuff like that um and at these like signs even like this this was at like a like a younger age but like especially as he got older um his parents wanted to send him to a psychiatrist but butch was like no no, thank All you. Right. Hope with this problem with Butch, um, Ron Sr. and Luis began buying him whatever he wanted. Like, giving him whatever he wanted, no matter what. Okay. To sort of, like, prevent any problems in the interesting. house. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. interesting approach. I don't really know what made them think that this was, like, the go-to way, but, <laughs> you know, I'm... Whatever. Um, but, you know, this made his um, behavior become worse mm. it just right right just sort of turned him into this like greedy little like monster person mm. um he began using drugs mm. um typically um heroin and lsd frequently um mm. and heavily drinking mm-hmm. like heavily um even once he had a job at his grandfather's dealership i believe it was like closer to, to the city mm. um he would rarely show up He'd leave early, and the money that he did get from this, he would just use to drink and do more drugs. And mm-hmm. this was all, like, before he turned 18. Right. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he, he kind of, he was, he was going through it. Yeah. He was, like, known for his recklessness, like, mm-hmm. anybody, especially with guns. Okay. Yeah. He pulled a gun on his friend during a hunting trip, and, like, his friend was, you know, rattled by this. <laughs> um, As you would be. Yeah. His friend, like, you know, was, like, super upset by this and left Mm -hmm. and then like they all met up afterwards and butch was like hey why'd you leave okay so there's something going on yeah there's that little mind to his yeah because i don't think a good friend would like pull a gun on another friend no 
That that's, doesn't. That's not where. That's not on the list of things you do. No. In no, friendship. No. Um, no. He also pulled a gun on his father. Okay. While um, I, his father was having an argument with his mother. Yeah. And Butch wanted to stand up for his mother and was All like, right. "Leave her alone." <laughs> and so he pulls a gun on him. So he, you See, know, like, I would expect that more. Like, why did the friend get a gun pulled on him? But like, mm-hmm. the dad clearly isn't a right. great guy. But still, doesn't justify. No, doing no, it. yeah, no. Like, you can have a problem with somebody, but not pull a gun on yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. you know. Um. Yeah, and so at this time when he pulled the gun on his father, he looked at him and was like, "I'm gonna kill you." Okay. Like, he, he said, I think a direct quote was, I'm going to kill you, you fat prick. Like, I'm going to do it. And he pulls the gun, and he pulls the trigger, mm-hmm. and for some reason, not nothing happens. How do we know this? Um, it was all uh, recounted by Butch. It was recounted by um, his friends. Mm. Like, he would tell these people yeah, yeah. these things. Right, because, you know, everybody They're else is dead, dead. So, yeah. Um I got, it was this really cool website. It was like, uh, I think it was like murder.org or something like that. Nice. It was, it was cool. Yeah. So, murder.org. Or like murderer.org or something uh-huh. like that. I'll, right, right. I'll put a link somewhere, you know? Right. Um, yeah. And so when he pulled the trigger and nothing happened, mm-hmm. he just looked at his father, looked at his mother and walked away. Like, you know. Yeah. Because he's spoiled. Not, like, it was casual. Nothing yeah. happened, you know? It's fine. Right. So weeks leading up to the murder were, were getting rough. Uh, Butch and Ron Jr. began arguing about money all the time. Like, mm-hmm. all the time. And eventually, um, Butch, while depositing $1,800 in cash and $20,000 in checks from the dealership, was, um, quote-unquote, robbed. Yeah. Um, and the money went missing. <laughs> because, you know, he was Robbed. Right. made up this whole elaborate story about it that like he got jumped and like had to like fight them off and all that and um his dad though didn't believe him for a second right like did not believe him for a second um he confronted his son and was like why would you you do this like mm-hmm. this was money for our family um and soup for my family <laughs> and like ron senior uh quote yelled you've got the devil on your back to which mm. butch responded you fat prick i'll kill you that's the second time he said that yeah yeah he's, that is the second time he has said that he's threatened to kill his father a couple times so you know you'd think somebody would do something about that but mm-hmm. okay early morning hours of november 13th 1974 the defeo family was fast asleep except for butch mm. Butch was chilling in his room, and he was um, the only one in the house to have his own room because he was, you know, spoiled. Mm-hmm. And because he had, he had his own room, he had tons of storage for many guns that he had that he, like, collected and all that. Which, like, gun collecting, cool. Mm-hmm. But then when you use that gun to then go, like, kill your whole family, right? problem. Right. Problem. Right. So he sat in his room, selected a thirty-five caliber Marlin rifle, and made his way to his parents' bedroom. He then shot his father in the back. At this point, his mother began to like stir because you know, was he? Were they sleeping? Sleeping. This is so like the, the middle of the sleeping, night. Yeah, he's he was a sleeping, like, sleeping, yeah, sleeping on his on his on chest, his you know, 
on his front. See, I I am a back sleeper. I know that's weird, but it's the only way that I can fall asleep. I may move throughout the night. So I'm just thinking, if this was me, I would have gotten shot right in the heart. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, either way, they they all die. Yeah, right. They all die right. pretty, pretty quickly, you know? Um, so... Father shot in the back. His mother began to wake up, and she mm, was like, right. what's going on? Um, he then shot her twice in the chest. See, um, me. Mm, right. You you would have been shot right in the chest. I usually curl up in a ball when yeah. I sleep, so. It depends on the night for me. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't really know. I would. Uh, I think either way, we, we would have, yeah, we would have been dead, dead. But the weird thing is, though, no one in the house stirred with the firing of the no gun. No one stirred. Like, no one was awake. No, like, neighbors came to the door. Like, nothing. You mm-hmm. would think, you know, hearing three gunshots at this point. Yeah. That, you know, something. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Something would have been like, hello. We were woken up. Like, what? Tis that. Especially in the house. It's a big house, right. but it's not that big. It can't be, can't be that big. Can't be that big. He then moved on to his brother's rooms. Mm. His brother's room. Uh, John and Mark who were in elementary school. Okay. Um, he then shot them both while, while they were sleeping. And then he moved on to his sister's room, Allison and Don. Don was the closest in age to Butch. Um, and then Allison was in grade school with the two boys. Mm-hmm. Um, he shot them both in the face. Um, I believe he, like, this is... Trigger warning, because, you know, it's kind of yeah. it's kind of gross. Um, he shot Dawn in the face, like, pretty point blank and blew off the whole le- left side of her face. Like, multiple times? Like, time. no, like, shot her, like, right up against the face, and it blew off the oh. entire left side of her face. So, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, he then, uh, you know, stopped shooting because mm. they, were, they were all dead. He did this in about 15 minutes. Mm. Like, it was just after 3 a.m., Right. Um, he then showered, you know, threw his bloody clothes in a pillowcase and got in his car and drove to work. He got to work around like 6 a.m., you know, um, okay. <clears throat> spent the day kind of working, you know, like nothing had happened. Um, before he got to work, he kind of came up with a little alibi for himself. So he had some sort of sense to cover his tracks, I guess. Um. He spends the day telling people at work that he kept calling the house and no one was answering. Hmm. And he was like, yeah, that's odd. Like, I think at this point somebody would have answered. Like, really, really laying it on thick. Right, right. That nobody's answering. He left work around noon and saw his friend Bobby Kiesk, I believe it is, Mm -hmm. um, and told him he wasn't getting any answers from the house again when he called. Mm. uh, Called the house in front of Bobby and nobody answered because, you know. Dead. Right. Um, Butch then went to go visit his girlfriend, Sherry Klein, 19-year-old Sherry Klein, uh, who was a waitress at a local restaurant. Um, he got to her house and expressed the same thing. He was like, oh, I keep calling the house. Nobody's answering, blah, blah, blah. And again, called the house in front of her. It hasn't gone to the house. No, hasn't, hasn't gone <laughs> to the house He just keeps yet. telling people how no one's answering the phone, but mm-hmm. keeps going place to place. Right, and being like, nobody's answering the phone at my house. Like, yeah. why not? He's just trying to, yeah, that's yeah. clearly. Because if it were me and nobody were answering the phone at my house, I'd go check on them. But mm-hmm. then again, I probably wouldn't kill my family. Yeah, because, you know. He's calling the house because he, he, he killed his family. Um, so then, after an afternoon of drinking and 
heavy drug usage. She does. Yeah. He makes his way to a bar uh, called Henry's. It's like a local bar. Yeah. He was meeting some friends there, I think. Some uh, nice, like, casual night. Um, mm-hmm. Again, telling the people at the bar, like, about his family. He's saying that, like, at this point he's going to have to, like, climb through a window, like, break in or whatever. Like, he just hasn't heard from them. And he's like, I don't understand why I haven't heard from them. I've called mm-hmm. a million times, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check on them. Oh yeah, finally. Yeah, um, came back quite suddenly, and um, exclaims that his his parents are dead. This is about 15 hours since the occurrence of the crime. Um, so he goes back to his house with a group of bar patrons. Uh, bar patrons. Because they were like, "Your family's dead." Yeah. Let's go see. Right. You know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe call the. Cops? Sure, sure. But no, we, we gotta go see first. Right, right. We gotta Just go to see. Just confirm. Yeah. So, uh, Butch gets there, his friend gets there, um, his friend runs inside for Butch, checks the rooms, comes dead, back dead, out. Dead, Confirms that they're dead. Yeah. At this point, Butch is hysterical. Mm, he is... An actor. <laughs> he is inconsolable. Or did he not do it? Oh no 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 he oh okay he he understood it yeah yeah he no he he did this he did this um so an actor yes so an actor as you said um like sobbing and going on about his parents and oh it's so terrible and horrible the the police then come um and when Butch was questioned by the police. When they were like, hey, so what What do you think happened? Butch immediately claims that Louis Fellini was to blame for his family's Oh, murder. I know it was Louis. <laughs> Louis Fellini, you know? Yeah. Because. Good old Louis Fellini. Now, Louis Fellini was a well-known mafia hitman. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, a well-known mafia hitman that I guess Butch in the past has had, like, some issues with. Mm-hmm. Which... I mean, if you have some issues with a mafia hitman... Not a good sign. No, no. So, honestly, that's a pretty good person to to blame. Um, so the police originally took his word for it, and they were mm-hmm. like, okay, Louis Fellini it is. <laughs> we'll, we'll go check that out. But as they examined the evidence, as they examined the scene a little more, they were like, huh. As they listened to Butch tell... His stories more, you know, give his account being the only survivor of this horrible massacre. Mm. They they start to piece together that maybe it's not Louis Fellini, <laughs> and maybe Butch had something to do with this. Mm. Um, and you know, at this point, they talk to his friends, and uh, they come to find out that he's you know a gun fanatic. Like he right. loves his guns. And they find out about the staged robbery, and they find out the way that he acted with his friends and the relationship with his father, and they were like, I don't know, Butch. I don't know. So um, they go back to the police station where Butch was, and because that's where he had been staying, um, mm-hmm. and they read him his rights, and Ooh. They, they place him under arrest. Under arrest! Mm-hmm. He is unquestioned by Lieutenant Robert Dunn and Detective Dennis Rafferty. Um, and Trevor would eat that up. I know, I know. Trevor, if you're listening, you've been featured. Um, 
they asked Butch uh, many questions, like hard questions, like interrogated him all night and basically crumbled his story. Mm. Like really just like kept pulling pieces apart, really mm. just like getting him because at this point his story is not making any sense. Right. Um, he's claiming that Fellini broke into his house that Fellini put a gun to his head and it was like Fellini and like another big scary guy mm -hmm. and basically that this uh, mafia hitman forced Butch to kill his whole family <laughs> due to like their animosity that they what? had. Yeah. Why would he? <laughs> I mean, I've... just say you were there. I, I, you know, I. Yeah. Honestly, just say you weren't there. Like, don't want to lie, but, like, also, if you want to get away with it, do a little better than that, my friend. Uh, yeah. Like, he, he made up a bunch of stuff saying that, like, people were there <laughs> and that he found his family like that and then didn't do anything about it because he right. was, like, so distraught. But, no. No. He All did. right. Fast forward to the trial. Tuesday, October 14th. 1975, almost a year from the horrible massacre right. of the DeFeo family. Um, the gun was confirmed to be the murder weapon used, and the police knew that he owned this mm -hmm. gun. They were like, dude, we know, like, we know about the guns. Like, we know, <laughs> we found, like, the evidence. Like, stop. We got you. Yeah. And DeFeo was like, no. No. So DeFeo's lawyer, uh, William Weber, claimed that he was coerced into a, a confession, that he was, like, physically abused into a confession, and that they used, like, scare tactics and stuff like that, which, like, could very well be right. true, because yeah. that, that, happens. Ha that happens in so, <laughs> in so many cases. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm not so sure about DeFeo's case. Mm -hmm. um, at this point, they're now questioning his mental health at the time of the killings. Um, and his lawyer, William Weber, as I said before, um, wanted to go off on the insanity plea. Mm -hmm. um, Weber brought Butch to the stand. Butch didn't even recognize the picture of, of his mom. Like, uh, he, he was like, is, is this your mother? And he was like, I don't know who that is. What? Yeah. Because, wait, was it a picture of her dead? Uh, I believe it was just, just a picture of his mother. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. Um, well, that, that actually has been... That occurs in cases and in times of like, of um, like guilt. Yeah. You know, your your brain is so guilty that like you don't recognize the things that you've done. I don't know who this man almost, is. Basically, it's almost a form wow. of like denial. Like your brain That's can't can't cope with it, so you deny it. Um, but then he shows him a picture of his father, and he's like, "Did you kill your father?" And he's like, "Yeah, of course I did. I had to. I had to kill all of them." And he was like, okay, why? What? And he was like, I had to. It was self-defense. What? He said that if he didn't kill his family, they were going to kill him. Okay. So there's a little bit of paranoia. There, there's something. There's something, there's something going something. on in that yeah. brain. Yeah. Um, claimed that he heard voices telling him to do it. Mm -hmm. That he had to because, like, he, he knew that if he didn't, Something horrible was going to happen, and it, he didn't want it to be him. Mm. It was either them or him, and it had to be them. Wow. And in this um, in this uh, claim, he also claims that, that he's God. Oh! I'm sorry. I was not expecting that. 
So at this point, they call they're, they're, in. Yeah. They call in a psychiatrist. Right. You need one. They're like, we need to really, really evaluate Butch. He's gonna have a defense for that. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Yeah. So they call in Dr. Daniel Schwartz, who mm. was a well-known psychiatrist at the time, and Dr. he will Schwartz. he will be um, more well-known in the future for the um, trial of Son of Sam. Mm. And he was one of the psychiatrists that evaluated the uh, Son of Sam. Okay. Um. And after a thorough dissection of DeFeo's mind and his motives and everything, it was concluded by the jury that he was guilty of all six counts. Okay, wow. There were two, um, during one of the first, um, when the jury got together, um, there were two members of the jury that really just couldn't decide if he was insane or not. Right. But after they reevaluated, they got back together, They it was unanimous. It was... That he wasn't insane? That he was not insane. He was just a cold-blooded killer. Wow. That he was just guilty. Wow. So on November 24, uh, 21st, 1975, mm. he was um, found guilty and um, sentenced to 25 years in prison Okay. Uh, in the New York State Department of Corrections. Years. I know, 25 for years. For six people? For killing your entire family. That seems a little... 25 weird. years. Okay, so what happened to him after He actually died <gasps> this year. What? 20, was he out? 2021. Uh, he died um, on March 12th, 2021. Wow, I wonder, what if it was from COVID? I, let's, um. How old was he? That was, he must have pretty old. Not that old, though. Uh, he died in Albany Med in Albany. Um, he died at age 69. Okay, not But the old. official cause of death is not known. Interesting. It still hasn't been determined. But yeah, that's uh that wow. is the murders of the DeFeo family. Mm-hmm. And so he's put in and he was put in jail and uh the house was cleansed <laughs> and put, saged put back on the market. Okay. So like I said, December of nineteen seventy five. Mm-hmm. George and Kathy Lutz. The Lutz family. The Lutz family. Move into the house. Right. Like I said, giant price drop. This beautiful estate. Right. Is Something's got to be wrong with right. it. You know if there's a price drop, it's either like the toilet is outside or like Or, you know, a family has been went murdered. down there. Yeah. yeah. A family's so either been murdered. The toilet's outside <laughs> it's or one a family or, has been it's murdered. It's one or the other. There's yes. no in between. No one, no one in between. Um, so, yeah. But so like, yeah. like I said, uh, 28 days later... They pack up their stuff early in the morning and leave. Mm. They didn't even pack up all their stuff. Wow. They just, like, packed a little bag and left. Yeah. Um, claiming. Right. Claiming to be terrorized by paranormal occurrences. Mm. So, at this time, Dr. Kaplan, who was a well-known parapsychologist, mm-hmm. which is uh, the study of paranormal beings and right. their, their behavior, you know, um, set out to debunk these claims okay. um and dr kaplan was well known at this time like he was well respected so mm-hmm. people people trusted him right to go and investigate they were mm-hmm. like you you go do this because we want to know too yeah you go do this who wouldn't want to know right who wouldn't want to know so george lutz um it turns out was well into like the occult demonology mm-hmm. witchcraft satanism ghosts schools goblins you know <laughs> Um, and when he was asked about, like, the demons in the house, because that's what he claimed it was. He claimed right. it was demons in the house. When, um, Dr. Kaplan asked him about this, 
he just started listing facts. Hmm. And he was like, oh, well, I know there's demons because if you call out their name, they answer you and all this. Like, just facts, like, deep facts about, mm-hmm. like, demons and all that. And Dr. Kaplan's like, well, what? How do you know that, like, demons can do that? He's like, oh, well, I have my, my, my books about this. Like, I know. Yeah. And it turns out, like, um, George Lutz owned so many books on, really? like, the occult, demonology, like, ghosts, all that. Like, he was, he knew, he knew his stuff. Okay. Um, and that actually became one of, like, the biggest issues with this case mm-hmm. because um, Dr. Kaplan stated that the supernatural occurrences were too wide-ranging. Interesting. They were, like, they, he said that there is no way that, like, that many, like... Things happened. Things could have happened in yeah. one house. Like, this wide variety of, like, terror. Yeah. It was, it was too much. Yeah. Like, normally in cases of, like, paranormal activity or, like, mm-hmm. ghosts, it's... It's the same things yeah, over and right. over again. It's the same behavior. It's the same. There's, like, not a whole wide variety. variety. But the Lutz family claimed insane things to happen. They claimed um, that a porcelain lion leapt from the corner of the living room and bit what? Um, George Lutz. Yeah. I don't a, por- I'm sorry. a porcelain lion? Yes, a porcelain lion. What is that? Yeah, just uh, like a little statue of a lion, he says, bit him. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. Um, interesting. Very interesting. They claim to see a ghostly vision of um, Ronnie DeFeo Jr.'s head in the cellar, like floating around, which didn't really make any sense at the time because he was very much alive. Right. Like very much alive. What? Um, they claim to see a burned impression of a demonic um, hooded figure on the, on the fireplace. Uh-huh. Um, Kathy le- levitated from her bed. Um, she claimed to look in the mirror one day and see, like, an, the the reflection of, like, an old woman on right. her face. Okay. Which, in the movie, they actually do do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, but... So, what, what, the time, what time, when was this? What year? This was 1975. Okay. This was 13 months after... Right, okay, okay. ...the whole DeFeo murders. Um... They claim the toilets filled with like black, like smelly ooze, <laughs> which to me sounds like a plumbing problem. <laughs> that That's that so, sounds like okay, some sort of such, sewer issue. He's right. This is such a variety. It's right. It's so much. Uh, he claimed the walls oozed slime. No, they didn't. <laughs> no. I believe in ghosts, but not that. Yeah. No, I I don't really see how... until I see the wa- the walls ooze slime myself. That's false yeah that's no, a lie that it makes it, it it's a lot mm-hmm. it's a lot mm-hmm. like um but when you talk to members of the lutz family like especially the children mm-hmm. um i think it was the oldest son he says that the house like ruined his life really yeah like he says that he like to that like growing up like as an adult even mm-hmm. like he went through some like serious trauma because of the house that's very interesting so and so happened but, right like, you you don't want to like Totally. turn away somebody's trauma like, yeah. especially if they it's like trauma trauma is real like yeah if you felt but slime it wasn't from right. the walls i don't my I don't know about that so their whole experience mm-hmm. inspired jay anson to write the book mm-hmm. the, okay yes um and in the book 
it, the book is very similar to the, the movie in a case mm-hmm. where it is so exaggerated. Right. Like, so incredibly exaggerated. And wasn't The Conjuring kind of based on this? Well, so the Amityville horror um, triggered the creation of, I think, The Exorcist, mm-hmm. like, The Conjuring. Like, it, it, oh, opened, oh. it opened the doors for, like... Paranormal. For any type of, like, paranormal activity. And mm-hmm. um, I believe in one of the newer Conjuring movies... Um, mm-hmm. Ed and Lorraine Warren, like, go to the Amityville Horror House. Oh, interesting. And, like, claim that, like, oh, no, there is, like, demons here. And then mm-hmm. they go on, like, the news or, like, a talk show and everybody's like, no, it's not true. Yeah. And they get all, like, mad and stuff like that. Interesting. Um, okay. So after the Lutz family moves out and get they get all their stuff out and they became, like, a sensation. Mm-hmm. And people think that they did this to get the fame. Yeah. To be in the limelight because I guess they were struggling with money at the time. Okay, so they've had this big old house, right, right, and so they they were like, we gotta, we gotta come up with something. So mm-hmm. let's let's say we got ghosts, <laughs> ghosts, goblins, ghouls, <laughs> witches, porcelain lions that we, bite people. They have it all. We got ooze, ooze, dripping out of the wall. Ooze, ooze, goo, slime. That's. Oh, my. Yeah. I mean, in the 70s, I could see why people would be like, yeah, I believe it. Oh, sure. Like, I would. Sure. But, like, slime sounds a little bit ridiculous. And the fact that <laughs> they were struggling with money. And and, and his his obsession with the... Yeah, with, it's a little With sus. demonology and, with, and Satanism. And, yeah, it, it doesn't... It, it, it makes you wonder. Yeah. It makes you wonder. And it really makes you wonder. Sorry. Don't want to. <laughs> don't don't want to get, get in trouble for anything. You yeah. Know? Um, new owners moved into the house. Uh, I believe two okay. different families have moved into the house since then. Mm-hmm. Have not experienced a, a single thing. All right. Like, haven't experienced a single thing. Inge- yeah, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Also interesting, like, why would you move in there? Yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't want Something it. horrible like that. Like, yeah. that's... that Very spooky. Like, I'm, sh- I'm sure, like, being somewhere like that, you feel something. Right. Like, there have been... Bad like, things have happened in that place. Right. Like, I would not... There have been plenty of accounts of people going into places where horrible stuff has happened, and they, they just, like, feel uneasy, or they right. feel, like, something dark yeah. in there. And, again, I am... Uh, very skeptical. Right. When it comes to ghosts and the paranormal, but speak for yourself. No, right, right, absolutely. Like that that doesn't mean there are plenty of signs that yeah. things like that exist. And I I s- support anybody who believes in ghosts because mm-hmm. honestly, that that would be cool if ghosts ex- existed. Yeah. That would be cool to know that there are like spirits. There there is a beyond, you yeah. know? Um but yeah, and nobody like nobody knows mm-hmm. because the entire DeFeo family is dead. Right. So there's nobody to talk to there. Mm-hmm. Um, now Butch is dead. Mm-hmm. But he was alive for a very yeah, long time. Yeah, he, he was alive for a very long time. Um, but he like, I honestly I don't know. I think it was like a combination of like the alcohol abuse and the drug mm-hmm. abuse and his like uh, behavior and his like. Just his anger. Yeah. It really, like... It kind of makes sense, like, yeah. how he would do it. Is, is Are there theories? Like, what was the lawyer's defense? Like, what, are there theories that it was something, like, paranormal that 
possessed him to do this? Uh, no. They they literally they said that possibly it was like his Insane. own like, like psychological yeah. problems. Um, they said that that he was coerced into this. Like it wasn't. It's not proven that he um, did this. However, mm-hmm. he like. He might have not had like any type of like uh, like preparation for mm-hmm. this, but he hid the gun. He uh-huh. hid the shells. So he, he like got rid of his clothes. Consciously did this. Right. Like I, he had an alibi for right. himself. He so. uh, there there was like one quote of him saying that um he did all these things because he didn't want to help the police out because he's no friend of the police. So uh-huh. yeah, he didn't really have his his mindset straight at right. the time. And that that could be because of many factors. It could be just because of his, like, his cognitive development. It could mm-hmm. be because of, like I said, the alcohol abuse and the drug abuse and the and especially with it, with um LSD mm-hmm. and how like if, That's if true. you take LSD a lot, it can lead to could have been on LSD. He could have been it like. Um, it could lead to like years of hallucinations. It could, cause he, like I said, he claimed that he heard voices uh-huh. telling him to do it. I think at one point in the, um, in the courtroom, he claimed that the devil told him to do it. Right. That like he heard, yeah, he yeah. had to do it. Um, but <clears throat> I really just think he was a horrible, like crazy guy, like, kind of cold, just like monster. Yeah. Who who killed like his child like his children, children like siblings sibling, yeah that's that's intense like honestly i thought that he was like the middle child like the youngest like no he killed all of his like children right siblings because it's one thing if he has this like anger or like um just like problems against his father and mm-hmm. even against his mother like yeah. that's that's one thing but, but like to, they didn't do anything right but siblings. to put like innocent lives right like, like, I could see the, him killing, like, the parents, and then, but, like, I don't know, that's kind of crazy that he just killed them right. all. Right, he, and, um, he was quoted, um, at the end, he just said, like, once he started, he couldn't stop. Interesting. Like, he just couldn't stop. He could have been on drugs. He, <laughs> like, he 100% very, could have. Like, very easily could have. Um, it's interesting that people didn't, like, react to the shots, because, like, is this, like, a safe neighborhood? Yeah, it's, it's just, like, a casual neighborhood. That's one of the weirdest things that people can't, like, yeah. wrap their and heads. This house, I can't like, wrap my head around it. Around other houses? Yeah. It's, okay. it is not far from neighbors. It's, like, right on the river. Like, it's... Uh-huh. It's it doesn't make any sense, right? Why people wouldn't hear it, and people Very like to this day still like speculate, like what? He didn't use like a. No, he he didn't, he didn't use a silencer whatever. at all. Like, wow. did not use a silencer. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. But, like the, you don't think like the siblings woke up at all? They just slept through it. Um, it said that, um, Allison. The, mm-hmm. his y- younger sister, right as um, Butch walked into the room. Mm-hmm. and sh- But she didn't really have time to react because he uh-huh. literally just shot her in the face right there. Wow. Okay. And then, like, I think each person woke up. But it doesn't make any sense. Like, if I heard gunshots in my like, house... That's ve- I feel like that would be very loud. R- like, I don't know. It's, it's never happened. but like I It's feel a like shotgun. Would, right? It's a shotgun. Because I feel like you can hear him, like, way outside. Oh, sorry. Like, not, not a shotgun. It's a, a rifle. A, a rifle. But still, Either way. Like, 
I feel like you would be able to hear that, and it's very interesting. Like, even if the house was big, like, mm-hmm. and especially because there's two kids in each room, like, how did one get shot and the other one just, like, sleep through it? And they had a dog who was oh. chained up in the boathouse oh. who was barking, like, really incessantly. Aw. Like, obviously, because... Yeah. Something dog horrible, knew. right? The, the, if the dog knew, like even if even if I was sleeping and I heard just like a dog like going nuts outside, yeah. I would, would probably wake up. It would draw my attention. Yeah, I think if I were a neighbor and I'd be like, "Hey, why is the neighbor's dog yeah going nuts right now? It's three a.m." I know, and then it, if you heard something that sounded like a shot or a gunshot, and there was clearly there's seven shots that went off. Mm-hmm. I. Or more? I think it was more because he shot his... His mom twice? I think he might have shot everybody twice except oh, wow. for his sisters. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very interesting. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't know, like, really much about it, and it's very interesting. And it's also, I think, fascinating that it kind of, like, pioneered paranormal... Oh, yeah. Like, like cinema. It, it really, like, allowed paranormal like horror about it to just skyrocket skyrocket mm-hmm. and just run with it that's very interesting and i didn't know that it like started from this really mm. and mm-hmm. i always like wondered because i feel like i heard about it but i didn't know really what happened right i i but only I, knew anything about amityville horrors because i saw the ryan reynolds movie yeah right and i was like ryan reynolds i think the family the second family that moved in there and that's very interesting and mm-hmm. did other families live there before before the defeo family yeah i there, there isn't really much on that. No, yeah. no. Interesting, because they also never said that. Well, they experienced like paranormal. No, the the dead, only so. the only people to have experienced any kind of paranormal activity was the Lutz family. That seems a little sus. Seems a little bull to me. Mm. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to like shoot down. Yeah. But because, slime coming out of the wall. But I do have to draw a line somewhere, and it's yeah. got to be at the, the at the slime. Yeah. Because that's just slime. Maybe you were also on drugs. Maybe. Like, maybe the house was just a piece of shit. Yeah, also. Like, ooze in the toilets? <laughs> that sounds Gross. like you need a plumber. Call a plumber. Call a plumber. Yeah. Uh, slime in your walls? Call a plumber. Call a plumber. <laughs> Just call a plumber. The lion, maybe that was your dog and you're literally on drugs yeah, or something. Maybe. Like, I don't know. I I don't know how to help you. Yeah. But. But I, I do. I feel bad for the family if, like, these horrible things happen. And everybody's, and everybody's just shutting just them down. Yeah. And they, that would they, suck. they were debunked and. Yeah. They're called crazy. Maybe their porcelain lion did actually bite them that night. Hey, if their porcelain and lion did. Maybe slime is coming out of their walls because you know what? If maybe slime came out of my walls, I'm sure as hell no one would believe it. But I would be like, oh, damn, the I Lutz would, family was right. I would and be that like, Amityville house is haunted. I'd be like, y'all better believe me. Yeah. Because I saw slime. I'll in let the you walls. know if I see any slime. Yeah. Because no, then I you will have a breakthrough in right, this if, case. Right. If I see slime. My perspective on the world will just change. Yeah, I agree. But, um, yeah, that is the story of the Amityville Horror House. Yeah. Very Um, insightful. Yeah, you know. I I actually really enjoyed looking up Mm -hmm. that case because I was expecting more of like a, but it really was just true crime. Right. Which was exciting to me. It Mm -hmm. was refreshing. Very interesting. Mm. 
And thank you so much for joining me. Oh, of course. I'm very glad to be here. I hope I can make another appearance. I really want to be on a JonBenet Ramsey episode because that is my... I'm most infatuated with that case of true crime. Oh, yeah. But I'm also excited to learn something new. So if you ever want to have me to learn something new, because it's very interesting. Oh, I... I gotta figure out. I think I have an idea about what I'm gonna do for my next case. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say it. Okay. I'm no spoilers. No. You have to come back. Yeah. Um. If you want to know, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to listen. Mm-hmm. And if you and follow, yeah, and follow too, please, if you can. S U W S F R on Spotify. Yes, and you you and, will see my podcast and your Instagram and my Instagram. Plug your Insta. Uh, it's um dark and twisted the podcast. Mm-hmm. Look me up. I got a nice little like spooky background. Right. Um, You'll know. And listen to my previous episode about mm-hmm. the Zodiac Killer, mm-hmm. if you got the time, mm-hmm. if you like that. And thank you for listening. Of course. And <laughs> yes. Yes. And, well, and, and thank you, Gretchen, for being course. here. And Time I to hope, order some Popeyes. Yeah, we're, we're going to order some Popeyes. Sarah doesn't like Popeyes, do you? I I have some feelings about Popeyes, but we, right. can, we can talk about that some other time. Right. Um, I will... See you all later. Talk mm-hmm. to you all later. And um, thank you for listening. And I hope you continue to listen. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Ooh.